home! That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Suck my white ass ball! You ain't cool unless you pee your pants! This is not my name. Who tells you this is my name? She can say butthole if she wants to. I am the smartest man alive! What is with the world? just makes me so sad and gay. Hey everybody, welcome to Sandler's List. I'm Hunter Baldwin and with me is Ibrahim Flynn. Say hi, Ibrahim. Howdy. So today we, uh, we just finished watching Going Overboard, the first ever Adam Sandler film. Uh, it's his first movie. It's uh, it's our first one that we're doing here on the podcast, uh, and it was particularly enjoyable. Uh, so it came out in 1989. I watched it on Tubi TV. Is that where you watched it too, Ibrahim? Yeah. Yeah, so it's streaming there for free, uh, which is about how much I would recommend spending this, on this movie. This is not an ad for <laughs> Tubi TV. <laughs> I think I think it is an ad for Tubi TV. Uh, it worked great for me. Uh, I plan on watching a lot of other really great movies on there, like uh, Chairman of the Board starring Carrot Top. I saw Lord of War on there. That's an okay movie. But it's Lord of War is good. On Netflix without ads. So <laughs> I so I liked the ads. Uh, it gave me time to decompress between <laughs> the horrid, horrid things that I had seen when watching this movie. Um, so I assume you've never seen this before, right? No, didn't even know what it was until a week or two ago. I don't, I don't think that I did either. It's, uh, that, and, and, you know, one of the really interesting things that I read while, uh, while kind of trying to watch this movie was the fact that Adam Sandler actually wants it that way. He tried to hide this movie. He's ashamed of it. Uh, uh he doesn't talk about it. Why? <laughs> that is a great question. I, I thought it was great. No, uh. He's actually removed it from his filmography on his webpage, so it's the only one of his movies that he did that's not listed there. <laughs> I wonder why. I don't understand why. This is a great movie. I mean, yeah, it's got uh, it's got Billy Zane in it, which uh, which is excellent. Burt Young from Rocky, uh, better known as Pauly, who who I thought was phenomenal in this movie, <laughs> deserving of a, of an Oscar. Yeah, he really. really good. You really got to see his talents when he kind of stepped out of his normal race uh, to. <laughs> <laughs> no, what what race was he exactly? What what were they supposed to? Well, let's talk a little bit real quick. Yeah, we'll get into uh, the no. races later. <laughs> we'll pick everyone's race after this. <laughs> <laughs> so so just to kind of dive into it a little bit, going overboard is about uh, Adam Sandler who plays uh, what is it? Shucky Maskowitz is that right? Shick. Shecky, 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 Shecky Maskowitz, which, uh, which, <laughs> which is, uh, interestingly enough, was uh, one of the titles for this movie. The the unsinkable Shecky Maskowitz, uh, was actually what it was billed at. It was also billed as uh, Babe's Ahoy, and Adam Sandler's Love Boat. So, nice. uh, that's pretty interesting. But anyway, so it uh, it's about Adam Sandler uh, as a waitress, as a waitress, as a waiter on this cruise ship. Who uh, he's an aspiring stand-up comic uh, and wants to take the place of the stand-up comic on the ship, uh, and then they are suddenly attacked by terrorists. All right. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. So. So that is. Uh, it's kind of. Uh, 
I, I guess we're going to kind of go into it. So yeah, we'll walk there was through a, it. There, there was a lot of problems. We'll, we'll just let's just say that. Um, it starts out with uh, with Polly from Rocky uh, going through his porn tapes. Which have you seen any of those? Uh, I did. I've seen um, girls. Was it girls craving cucumbers? <laughs> I think it's called. <laughs> That's a good one. I've always liked that one. It's a classic. It's uh, who hasn't seen that one? I still have my VHS. I I dusted it off just to take a look, uh, before we did this podcast. Oh yeah, a little trip down <laughs> memory lane. <laughs> oh man, so so he's going through his his porn VHS tapes when he comes across the unsinkable Shecky Maskowitz, uh, which I'm I'm assuming he thought. It was another porn, right? It's in his stack of porn, and he's thinking, "This one's gonna be good." I'm, I'm ready to see this guy do something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I got the vibe. He was like, "All right, I'm, I fucking, I watch the porn all the time. Like, let's get something new. I want to watch something new. I want to, I want to something to stimulate my brain rather than my genitals for once." <laughs> And and so we we learn like a little bit later on that he is a he is a warlord, um. Uh, who there's a whole watch- we should we we'll wait to get to that because there's a whole. <laughs> at this point, it's you like assume that the general or whoever he is he's like kind of a stand-in for like the audience, like he's not really a part right. of the story. He's like removed from it. You're like he's like. Oh, what's this movie? I'm gonna watch it, kind of like whoever is watching the movie is, and that's right, he's like su- he's suffering through it along with us. Yeah, that's what is implied. He's like outside of the like narrative of this movie, um, and then so then like Adam Sandler just starts talking to the camera right away, right before any of the plot happens, which I hated. I I couldn't stand. Any time that he was talking to the camera, but I did appreciate that he does warn us in the beginning. Uh, he does say this movie was na- made with no budget. Uh, this movie is only it only exists because we have access to a cruise ship uh, and, and a bunch of clear. babes. I think he also and, said. and babes, <laughs> a bunch of babes, which is debatable. It's um, <laughs> except for Miss <laughs> Australia, she's a babe. Uh, and. Uh, um. Yeah, I guess I guess I'll give you that. She was she was she was good looking, and she's a cutie. <laughs> but so like what like with all the fourth wall breaking and stuff like that, it seems sort of like Adam Sandler was like thought you would be really impressed that it's like a movie, and like movies are like a new thing. He's like like a like a bunch of like nods like hey, in case you didn't know, you're watching a movie right now. This is like a movie like stuff's gonna happen like ooh, like i don't know it was really strange like did well, you get that vibe from it absolutely he was explaining to us how movies work yeah in, in, a, in a way so he was just getting us prepared he didn't want us to be shocked that there yeah. were people <laughs> people in the flat screen ahead of us yeah just he so didn't... you guys know this is not real this is like a movie there's like only a couple of them out right now. It's 1989. <laughs> you might just be warming up to the idea of movies, so I'm gonna go a little soft on you. Pop in and out, just to just so you know it's okay. 
Exactly. But but he but like I say, he also does he does warn us uh that this movie is loosely put together. Uh I then but a big part of me thought that he really wanted to say this movie is bad. I am warning you right now, it's not good. But but they wouldn't let him say that, so he just had to say loosely put together. Yeah, there was a lot of parts where it's like, are they in on the joke or like is it just that bad? Like it's like some sometimes like I don't know, you got hints that maybe like they knew it was bad and they were going for like some sort of like irony or something. But then also like if they were like self aware in the least bit, like this movie would not have come out. Like if they had like the tiniest amount of self awareness, they would just say like burn everything that has to do with this movie and like never mention it again. Throughout the movie, Adam Sandler is is whining about the fact that he's not funny. Which yeah, I found yeah. like like I was like, You're you're right. You've nailed it. You were not funny. Uh and and so I'm with you. Like it, did they know that this was happening? And not only did did it get released the first time, it was re-released again in nineteen ninety six to kind of capitalize <laughs> on his fame. Just in so, case it flew under your radar the first time. <laughs> We didn't want anybody to miss this gold. It yeah. is that good. Um, <laughs> and so, basically, Adam Sandler's character uh, in this movie, he's a waiter on a cruise ship that wants to be a comedian and also is, like, incel. Um, he, like, wants to get laid and shit, but, like, he's too fucking... <laughs> he's too nice, and the women just, like, the bad guys... And so he's basically just like a fucking 4chan guy. Like this movie's really all right in like a lot of ways. Like it's obviously before all that, but like in a lot of ways it has a lot of similar themes of those kind of guys. It does. It does. He was definitely the nice guy that got uh that got left behind. But uh but I will t- say like so there was these really weird scenes. These this is probably the weirdest part of the movie for me where it would intercut with the beauty queens that are on the the ship and their answers to questions like, for example, oh, what would you God. do with a million dollars or or the question like, what do you think of Shecky? And uh, and most of them were saying things like, oh, well, you know, he smells really bad. Uh, I don't want him anywhere near me. Um, so it was a little bit more than just the fact that he was a nice guy. He seemed to have other things going on as well. But when I was watching the movie, it never struck me that he smelled bad. He didn't look no. like he smelled bad. Especially because he's supposed to be the protagonist, and then they make such a point that the antagonist, like, smells really bad. And, like, you're not really... Like, what is so much better about Schmecky than if he fucking smells bad and the bad guy smells really bad? Well, the, the so there's two bad guys in this movie. Are we talking about Polly or are we talking about the uh, the, the general, the enemy? Yeah, the general. Well, uh, but th- there's oh, a yeah, second yeah. second bad guy who was introduced early on. Uh, I think his name is Dicky. Dicky is the uh, the bad yeah. comedian. He's a he's a fucking cool guy. When you first meet him, he's chilling on the deck of the boat, and there's a bunch of babes around. Uh, Adam Sandler's fucking whining about not getting laid. And um, there's a there's a particular joke I wanna. He's just hamming it up with all the babes, you know, telling them jokes. And one of the jokes he says, he's he's got like an accent. He's like, I was I was playing chess with my friend the other day, 
I said, I'm fucking bored as shit. So I jabbed a chess piece into his eye. <laughs> and then all the girls start laughing and like wanting to fuck him because he said that. I mean, can you blame him? That joke kills. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good. I was like, all right, this guy's not so bad. <laughs> that was, I think my favorite thing about it is, you know, through the whole movie, you're supposed to think, uh, oh, screw this guy. I want I want Adam Sandler to be the hero and, and the main comedian on the ship. But uh, I, I left a t- grand total of two times in this movie. Uh, and both times were because of lines that Dickie had and not Adam yeah. Sandler. Uh, and so so that was uh, that yeah. was, you know, it didn't do Adam Sandler a lot of favors. He had another joke uh, like a, like not long after that when he's like, it shows him doing like one of the first sets on the boat and um he's like telling a story and stuff he's like so the cop says to me are you driving drunk i said yeah i'm fucking driving drunk and then he puts up his middle fingers and everyone starts cheering really loudly <laughs> that, that seems to be the punchline to the vast majority of his jokes where he just flips everyone off yeah he's fucking Which, cool it's a, it's a really good punchline. You just finish a joke and then you just flip everyone off and everybody's going to cheer at that point. So that was solid. I, I was a big fan of that. Uh. Um, yeah. And then so Adam Sandler tries to show his uh, weird friend um, like his stand up set. He like he's like, hey, check this out. What do you think? Except. Adam Sandler or Schmecky doesn't have a stand-up set. Like <laughs> he doesn't have any jokes prepared for most of this movie, and like he gets really down on himself because people don't think he's funny. But for most of it, like he's just like I'm going to tell you a joke, and then doesn't have one ready, and like bombs, and people don't think he's funny. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't understand like why he's so passionate about being a comedian, and he hasn't like. He hasn't even tried it like before right. he starts he, giving up. He's put absolutely no effort into writing any jokes whatsoever. But he does have a really good one at one point where he explains that he would feed Alka-Seltzer to the seagulls and then they would explode, which was <laughs> the entirety of the joke. Uh, and I think that's that's right before he says, uh, and, and this is a quote from the movie here. I think this is funny. Is it me? Do I have no idea what makes people laugh? do I know nothing about the art of comedy? And I just was yelling, yes, like you, you have <laughs> don't. figured it out. I really don't know at all. Um, <laughs> let's see. So yeah. what else starts happening? So we get to meet the metal guy. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. There's a, there's a singer of a metal band who Adam Sandler inexplicably says, this guy has nothing to do with the movie. We're just showing them for a little bit of variety. Who then yeah. continues to be in the rest of the movie. Right. Um, so, and he just serves as another example of just a shitty guy getting chicks while he's taking up all the poon while Adam Sandler gets nothing. And he, got, just, he got all the chicks. And I, I really have to say, I love the way he made out with everyone. It's the same way that I do. Like a, <laughs> yeah. like a snake with your tongue. Just, yeah, blah, 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 just blah, blah. licking another person's tongue. It was... Um, it was I was particularly turned on through most of that for some reason um it likes to keep like having this metal guy tell the story about how when he was a waiter and he keeps telling people hey i used to be a waiter um 
I used to have to pick up chewed up food and it would get under my fingernails. <laughs> and I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I've never really worked as a waiter before, <laughs> but I don't think you pick the food up with your hands off of the plate. I don't know though. It was a, it was ribs, and I think that you do. You just grab the ribs and you dig your fingernails <laughs> into the ribs. And then he talked about how his his hands would start to stink. <laughs> For some reason, he refused to wash his hands. And he yeah. even references that later. He would talk about I worked at the restaurant, and then I would go and I would take a dump, and then I wouldn't wash my hands. Yeah, and that uh... was. That was his punchline, which was gold. And right after he talks about being a waiter for the first time, a bunch of girls come up and say, oh, are you, I don't remember his name. Oh, are you the fucking cool metal guy? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll sign some autographs for you bitches. That's what, <laughs> like, that's the quote from the movie. He <laughs> says that to them. And then they're like, oh, my God. And Adam Sandler's like, oh, man, I'm never going to get laid because I'm too nice. Right, um, he's he's not gonna not gonna say the same things that uh, the metal guy's name is Crokey, by the way, Crokey. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Crokey, Crokey's band is is on the cruise ship along with him, which it kind of brings me to a big question. I don't understand this cruise ship. I at first I thought that it was uh, for for like the beauty queens for like the Miss yeah. Miss Universe pageant, but then we have this band called Yellow Teeth. We've got. Uh, some random people. construction worker, tons of old people <laughs> that are enjoying the comedy. Uh, um, there was, there was a, there was a lot that I just didn't understand. So the, that's my question to you: is uh, what was this cruise like? Who, who was on this cruise? I really don't know, and I, I don't know. I don't like to think about it. It's like, <laughs> it's like when you were a little kid, and like you'd just be like, your parents would like just tell you about how there's a god or something like that and then you're like well if god made us then who made god and then you just like sit there and feel really weird they're like i don't know and then you're like uh okay <laughs> when i think about what any what like what happened in this movie i get like a that feeling like i just feel empty and alone in the universe <laughs> with all there was... my questions unanswered right that's it that was, i just spent my whole time trying to figure out where is this cruise? Who is here? Adam Sandler's apparently making a movie on the cruise that then and it was sent to As so the, we're, the same it's not even Adam Sandler is making the movie. Schmecky is making the movie while he's also right. Oh my god, I don't know. It, I don't know, dude. It's fucking weird. Here's where it threw me off. Okay, so so Schmecky is making this movie and he's he's intercutting it with these beauty queens. Talking about, you know, answering the beauty queen questions, right? On some, like, Harmony Corinne shit, it's really fucking weird. <laughs> it's real weird. Like, they're on this black background. It's very strange. It's very ominous. Uh, and, and then we cut back to the general watching this movie, and he's seeing the same things that we're seeing, which made me question, did he see himself, does he see himself in the movie? Like, are we seeing him oh, seeing God. himself watching the movie? Yeah, I so. don't know. I thought he was I like I said, I thought he was removed from the narrative for Well, like you think half that the movie. You think and that he, for the first half of the movie right. and then he's watching the beauty queens talking and that's when Miss Australia, your uh, your your boo, yeah, comes up and and starts talking about him specifically 
about how he uh, smells like pizza. Like a pizza. Like, yep. Yeah. He said, yeah, like a, she's like, he smells like shit. He smells like pizza. And okay, so the general, his last name is Noriega, I guess, right? Noriega, that's right, yeah. Okay, and so like for the most of the time, um, played by a white guy. So <laughs> that's cool. An, an Italian. He's an Italian American. <laughs> All right. Let's get it straight. Um, and so he he's like I assumed was like sort of like a South American like sort of dictator, um, type. So of did you like, look that up at all? No, I didn't look it up. So I looked I it up a little bit. I, I looked it up a little bit. Apparently, Noriega was a real guy. Um, you know, we weren't really around at the time, but he was uh from Panama. He was the president of Panama. Okay. And uh, I guess he's in prison now, like still to this day. So, but you're right. Yeah. So he's, he's Panam, Panamanian, Pan, Panamese. Yep. Panamanian. Sure. Um, yeah. So, and then his goons, who I thought I heard one of them was named Ahmed. I thought. He was, he was named Ahmed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. And so, yeah. So for most of the time, I thought the guy um, was like a, from a Latin country and was like a dictator. And I guess he, he was, but yeah, for some reason, like the, his two goons, like one, of they're both white. I think one of them may have been Hispanic. One was white for sure. Um, I, I thought those guys were supposed to be Arab because one of his name was Ahmed. Well, they were the terrorists and <laughs> can you really have terrorists in a movie that aren't Arab? I guess not. Uh, it yeah. wouldn't make sense. It does right. not make sense to have non-Arab terrorists. So I thought that was a good move from the director for this movie. Yeah, some people just wouldn't get it otherwise. Absolutely. If they had, you know, Hispanic or, or white terrorists, everyone would say, I, I don't get it. Why are they terrorists? <laughs> These guys. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so the girl tells, like, says on the TV, and we're watching it at the same time as the dictator, and that's when we find out he's real because he says, what the fuck? This girl sm- said I smell like pizza. He asks his goons, um, do I smell like pizza? And they're like, yeah, you you kind of, <laughs> you kind of smell well, like pizza. Well, what, what, what kind of pizza? Cheese pizza, anchovy pizza? That's, that's a whole bit yeah. that's about five minutes of the movie. Yeah, and it was not funny <laughs> at all. Well... And, so he sends the goons to go kill Miss Australia um, because she said he smells like pizza. Um, and then, like, back at the boat, um, our boy Schmecky sort of, I can't remember why. Oh, um, he tries to hit on Miss Australia, and she's he says hi to her, and she's like, like, while well, everyone else is, like, going to get fucked. He says hi to her, and she's like, "What the fuck, you creep? Um, what's what's your problem?" Uh, which also shows why women are bad, because sometimes <laughs> you're just trying to be nice to them and say hi, and they think you're trying to hit on them, uh, even though yeah. And he was definitely them. not going to hit on her, obviously. Yeah, he was and, just being a nice yeah, guy, exactly. as he is. And so she tells him to fuck off, and then he leaves and sees everybody like is gonna fuck. There's like. Everybody on the everybody on the whole ship is paired up with someone else. Yeah, he he ended up at some sort of like orgy on the ship where everyone is licking each other's tongues uh, and groping each other, which I was very confused on how he ended up there. Yeah, and 
then he's sitting right next to him. He's like, I'm I'm too depressed. I'm going to go meditate. And then he just stays right. He says, I'm too depressed to sleep. I'm going to go meditate. And he just stays right there and then meditates for like two seconds. If you want to call it meditating. <laughs> he does whatever that is for like two seconds. And then just goes, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> and then he goes to bed and um, he has a nightmare. Um, why don't you talk about this nightmare? Yeah. Sure. So, so he is in a cell in a straitjacket, uh, and in the corner of the straitjacket is a woman, um, playing a snare drum. So she's just doing a rim shot every time that there's some <laughs> sort of joke. Uh, and then yeah. uh, the cool his... guy comedian is just like berating cool guy him, berating yeah, him he... the whole time, <laughs> telling him how much he fucking sucks. And then every time after he says why he sucks, the girl goes like, but um. But there's no symbol, so no, she just has a snare. <laughs> but she makes it work. She makes it work, and so so yeah, cool guy comedian Dicky comes in there, and uh, this was my first laugh of the movie, uh, and then so so his he looks at looks at uh Schmecky and says, uh, "Are you wearing a straight jacket? Well, in your case, it might be a homo jacket." Which Classic. that was <laughs> that was my reaction <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so and of course the but on that one and uh that that was really enjoyable and so he he bursts out of the dream and he's saying oh that was a terrible dream i'm gonna go back to sleep and have a better dream wink uh, wink like with another <laughs> one of the like four wall breaking fourth wall breaking sort of things he's like i'm gonna go have a nice dream and like kind of was like you know what i'm saying um, and then he's running down the beach without a shirt on. Um, he actually like has a decent body. I noticed in this movie, <laughs> like I was like, yeah, he's kind of like, shredded. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Adam Sandler's got a better better body than me right now. It's kind of bumming me out. And um, they talk about throughout the movie how ugly he is, and yeah. I I honestly felt like in this movie he's 23 in this movie, and I was like, he's, he's not he's not looking too bad. Yeah, he's a handsome young man in this. He's got Absolutely. a nice body. Um, and then he's on the beach, and some girl comes up, and they just start dry humping on the, <laughs> on the beach. Um, and then she just like leaves without any explama- explanation. And then like four other girls like come up and like just start rubbing him all over his body. Well, he did say it was going to be a good dream, so no explanation needed. Yeah. Uh, and then his mom is above him. Um. Uh, wearing a dress and i is it sort of implied that he has to like look up her dress the whole time to look at her because she's I, I do standing think that like was above sort of him implied. and wearing a dress and it keeps showing like her from like a up angle and then like showing him like looking up right yeah he's looking up at her and she she's standing standing above him wearing a dress uh and, and it is i think important to to note that this is a man in drag Right. Uh, that, that is playing That's playing funny. Adam Sandler's mother here, which is yeah, that is hilarious. There's nothing funnier than men wearing dresses and makeup. So yeah. solid, solid joke again. Um, yeah, and then she's talking about how like, oh, I I told you not to mess around with girls. Like, do you want to die? That's what happened to your father. Your dick is gonna fall off, and you're gonna die because you're trying to have sex with girls. And then that's kind of the only like real like insight into the backstory of his character is i guess he had like a real fucked up mom where where 
or or just his whole childhood was strange where his his dad's penis fell off i, well, I don't know it fell off and he he died so i guess <laughs> so i guess like what it's saying is that like his dad went away um just like peaced out and then the mom was like oh your your dad died because he was had sex with me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think i think he was implying that he had cheated on her but but maybe okay, we'll, we'll go with your yeah. theory yeah okay um yeah some reason um his, or his dad got too horny and he died <laughs> and adam and she's saying adam sandler is gonna suffer the same fate um and then um it's like the, one of those classic movie scenes where you hear the name Schmacky, Schmacky, and it's somebody shaking him awake, and um, it's his friend shaking him up, who the, I think the same actor was uh, playing his mom, and it, he's like, "Oh man, I freaking scored with this chick tonight," and it was just like talking about sex in the weirdest way. Like Adam Sandler doesn't really know much about movies in this movie i guess and also he doesn't really know how to talk about sex at all because <laughs> like the like his friend was just saying like the weirdest shit like like the type of guy who's like never had sex and it's just like fucking i don't know just be like being right. weirdly specific about the guy that's bragging about all the cool things that he did with the chick the night before yeah um and then he's like hey you look kind of like my mom dude <laughs> and like that is literally the end of that joke yeah you look <laughs> kind of like my mom like, the guy's like okay and then yeah. next scene yeah um and then so where where do we go from there um well so at this point oh, i don't know if you caught this but after the uh the australian uh, miss australia had talked about how terrible noriega was uh, she meets up with her boyfriend, Dickie, who is the uh, cool guy comedian, right. uh, and and explains to him that she had just said all those bad things about Noriega. Apparently, Dickie had put her up to that. For some reason, Dickie right. hated Noriega. That is never explained. Yeah, no. And like, it's supposed to, and it's like kind of said that it's like a, like a, well, it's said like it's a political thing. So like, I don't know, like. May, like he's trying to like take him down or something like am i reading too much into it like no i th I think that you're right i think that dickie is kind of like an under undercover agent so he's just doing bad stand-up on a cruise ship uh <laughs> so he can get to noriega and take him out from the inside that's really what i think was going on uh and throughout the whole thing you know, Dickie and Noriega are both the villains, but really Dickie is the hero. He is the one who's going to take Noriega down uh, and he's using Miss Australia to do it. So they're not really a couple. He's using her to send a message to this dictator in Panama. That's what I saw. That's the movie okay. that I was yeah. watching. I don't know if you saw this <laughs> movie. I don't um, know what I saw. He was, a, he was definitely a James Bond type, if yeah, you ask yeah. me. All right. Um, and then about two minutes later, he gets locked in a bathroom where he spends the rest of the movie. And everybody thinks he's dead, <laughs> and everyone starts crying, and they have like a funeral on the bow for him. And immediately like, they say Dicky has died. <laughs> Ten seconds later, they because, have a funeral because his hat fell into the water. 
And so whenever no you see someone's hat him. floating in the water, you know that that person has died. Yeah. Um, that is just how it is. If they're, no one else, if they're nowhere else and just their hat's in the water, they're fucking dead. And so, so he spends the rest of this time uh, locked in the bathroom. Like you say, they have a funeral. Uh, and Adam Sandler sees this as his opportunity, or Schmecky, sorry. He's, Schmecky sees this as his opportunity to become the comedian on the yeah. boat. During the funeral, one of the guys says, oh, man, who's going to tell jokes now? Who's going to make me laugh for the rest of the cruise? And he, <laughs> he says that, which is kind of rude to say at someone's funeral, too, where I think there's like two people that actually knew him more than just the comic are there and like mourning his death and then just some random guy is like oh shit who's gonna make me laugh now it's it's like as though he had just left <laughs> like like i don't really yeah. care that he's dead i just want someone to entertain me yeah what about uh, like and the cruise is just gonna keep going i guess like they're not gonna <laughs> fucking be like oh well, somebody died we probably have to go back um they're just like no we're just gonna keep it keep it trucking yeah, it was no big deal. After after the funeral, they pretty much moved on. Uh, but but Schmecky does quite. get his shot. Well, Schmecky gets his shot, uh, where he does get to perform that night. Uh, so he's he's up there telling his jokes. Uh, you know, I just watched this movie about an hour ago, and I cannot remember a single joke that he told. Uh, I, on, I remember a little bit. I don't remember what he like starts with. Um. But he starts to bomb because he um, tries to do some crowd work. And he asks the guy, like, hey, what do you do? And the guy's like, I'm a construction worker. And right. There's a construction <laughs> worker on this cruise yeah. filled with beauty queens and rock stars. <laughs> Cruises are real blue collar. <laughs> um, yeah. And he's like, I'm a construction worker. And uh, Schmecky goes, what do you construct? He's like, I construct buildings. What the fuck do you think? And like Adam Sandler just keeps asking him like really obvious questions and that aren't even like really like funny in any way, which is like a sort of goes with the thing of him not writing sets. And like, I don't think he wrote one for this either. Like he keeps just not doing comedy and then being bummed out when, like, people don't think he's doing comedy. So, to be fair, his friend Bob, or the the guy that looks just like his mom, had told him that his jokes weren't funny. His jokes about blowing up oh, seagulls yeah. with Alka-Seltzer and things like that. And so he told him just to do more crowd work. Uh, and so this was his attempt at crowd work, was talking to talking to the construction worker. Uh, and the construction worker, uh, my favorite part about it is the fact that he's played by billy bob thornton which i thought was pretty awesome i think that is one of the best roles that i've seen billy bob thornton in uh it was it was pretty solid and uh he had some some pretty funny uh pretty funny things to say when he when he says listen butthole (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) and then it was all i really needed in that movie was listen butthole (laughs) and the homo jacket i I don't know what this movie would be without the homo jacket. Homo jacket. Listen, <laughs> butthole. So so I actually pulled up the quote from Billy Bob Thornton right here. Listen, butthole, why don't you quit trying to be funny? Because all it's doing is pissing me off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which, which is solid. <laughs> That's good shit. Uh, 
It, it uh, absolutely is. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton killed it in his cameo. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So, then, so yeah. And the audience <laughs> starts uh, turning on him and they start ch- chanting for Dickie. They want Who Dickie. is dead. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> they all assume he's dead, but right. they're going to chant and bring him back. Right. And then, and, and then he like Schmecky addresses that. He's like, he's dead. I don't know what you want me to do. I can't. Do anything about that? He's fucking gone. <laughs> and all the while, he is locked in the bathroom. At this point, it's probably been uh, about six hours that he's locked in this bathroom, uh, and he At starts least, to yeah. turn gray. Uh, his, his he's got these dark rings around his eyes. He looks in the mirror. He says, uh, "I I look like a zombie." And and literally, he's been in there tops a half a day. That's the absolute most that he could have been locked in there was a half a day. Uh, But he looks emaciated. He starts to look like (laughs) he's dying. Uh, So he is not he's not doing too well. And he's he's sort of starting to go mentally like he's having a real hard time in there. I don't know if you caught this one, but it it does flash back to uh, to Noriega, uh, who is hanging out with a woman um, who. Yeah, he's, he's hanging out with a woman. Uh, and he's informing her that he is locking her father away in prison because her father did not vote for him. Uh, and he makes a casual reference to uh, he'll he'll learn philosophy. You you learn a lot about philosophy when you're in the can. Uh, and his reference to the can is, of course, prison. But then it cuts back to Dickie in uh, in the bathroom where he is taking off his shoes and says, why the hell am I wearing these stupid shoes? Which I guess is the philosophy that Dickie is learning that's fucking, in the can. That's fucking genius, man. It was deep. That's it was amazing. real deep. I loved it. And so I really liked how they tied, because they had to figure out a way to tie Noriega to the boat. And so that was a good way to, you know, good segue between yeah. the two. <laughs> um, And then this, after this point, I kind of started just, like, that's when all the, my brain cells kind of started dying. And I don't remember, like, gaps in this movie. Like, I don't even... Like, it just was re- started getting really rough to go through. Well, at one point, he... Adam, or Schmecky, he seems to transport himself to a restaurant he, where he... Yeah. With another comedian. But he, it's not on the ship. Yeah, he convinces... um the the people on the cruise, the good people of the cruise, to give him another chance and try to do stand up again. And um he starts going, he starts doing really shitty, and then he just sort of blacks out <laughs> and is in like a restaurant and um there's a comedian in there. Um I don't Burl something, Mr. Burl. I think he's a real guy. Um he is before our time, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, sorry, Mr. Burrow. Um, and he's dead by now, for sure. Yeah. Either way, fans of Mr. Burrow family, I'm sorry, I don't know who he is. Um, I'm not with that fucking that old guy shit. Sorry. Uh, and so he's like, "Why don't you have a seat over here? You know, what's up with you?" And he's like, "I'm trying to do comedy, but I suck. Like, why is anybody laughing at me?" And he's like, well, what kind of jokes are you trying to do? And he tells them, and he's like, oh, yeah, those jokes suck. 
and he tells a couple of jokes that Adam Sandler can just use in his set, which also in stand-up comedy is something that people really uh, admire is when someone else tells you what jokes to tell and writes your jokes for you. Schmecky is a legit joke thief. Like yeah. he is, he is the Carlos Mencia of the seas. People really like a comedian who doesn't come up with their material. Comedians really respect somebody <laughs> that doesn't write their own stuff. So and so he's redeemed through this. He tells them jokes. One of them is um. Uh, this girl's boobs were so small. <laughs> it's so funny you can't even get through the joke. <laughs> this girl's boobs were so small she had to put her nipples in her pockets. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. So is he saying that her nipples didn't fit so she had they to didn't take them off? fit on the boobs, but guys don't have boobs and their nipples <laughs> fit. I don't know. That joke is gold. <laughs> and um, Adam Sandler's like, okay, I'm going to use those jokes. And uh, he uses the jokes. Everyone thinks he's funny. And so, like, Adam Sandler's, like, redeemed in the movie finally with his comedy and still hasn't written a single joke. And at no point has he come up with anything funny. He's <laughs> done nothing funny. There's not even any kind of slapstick funny moments. He is just you useless. Sort of the majority of the like... movie some of the early like like stuff that he does but it's like just a like really tiny bit of it really the majority of the movie is just him whining about how he wants to be funny but he's not there's an it's an hour and a half he wants to get laid he does and and you can't blame him for that uh and so meanwhile uh dickie still locked in the bathroom uh, now that he's removed his, he's had the philosophical, philosoph- philosophizing uh, decision that his shoes are weird and he doesn't wear those anymore. He now takes off his socks uh, and he looks at those and says, what the hell are these, fag socks? <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> So that was a moment in the movie. <laughs> uh, yep. yep. <laughs> and then is is that uh, when right after he starts smelling them, or is that later? He does. He does start he smelling smells them, and then he puts he rubs them around under his armpits, and then he smells them again. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, that scene kills me. That was uh, that was good. You know, looking back on this movie, I, I don't remember a ton of it, but the parts that I do remember are absolutely hilarious. Pretty good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Adam Sandler, um, like, is fucking it up, killing it at the stand-up game finally, and then right when everyone decides he's like not fucking stupid, a uh, bunch of shots start going off. And it's not Adam Sandler getting revenge on all the women for not sleeping with him. <laughs> that would have been good, though. I, I, I almost thought it was going to turn into that. Like, he Well, he would... does have a fantasy scene earlier on in the movie where he does murder Dickie, the cool yeah. guy comedian. He is sort uh, of... So I thought maybe it was another one of those. He is sort of like the like proto-Elliot Roger sort of guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so shots start going off and um it's the it's the terrorists they're here to kill miss australia for selling for telling that guy he smelled like a damn pizza they're there that, that's right and there's there's only about 15 minutes left of the movie at this point mm. so the terrorist plot is just kind of tacked on to the end to just create some sort of sense of drama uh and, and we we missed this part, uh, and I don't I don't know you paying attention. I was barely paying attention. I was barely uh, as well. And they they're they're the two terrorists are on a little speedboat where they are out oh, in the middle yeah. of the ocean where they find this uh, this cruise ship, and they are telling jokes too. They are aspiring comedians themselves. Um, and then uh, they're eating salami. Uh, it was uh, it was bizarre. But the fact Just is, they they, they finally make it. They they are. They're good friends. One of them has food. The other one hasn't eaten in two weeks and refuses to give him any food. Uh so that was that was cool. They're they're best friends. Um so yeah, so after all of this, they, they finally make it to the ship uh and they start, you know, raising hell, yelling, give us Miss Australia. And uh mind you, I wouldn't have known she was Australian if her name literally the only thing she's called you at the whole movie is Miss Australia. Because her accent was questionable at best. Um, it, I didn't think it was as bad as you were saying it was. Um, I got it right away. At one point, she sounds like, like she's from the <laughs> South. Like, it sounds like she's going to be like, oh, ain't y'all coming down to get some cornbread? Like, it's, it was it was not good. It's not as bad as, like, the two uh, goons of the general who went Ahmed. From- who went from like sometimes doing like a sort of like racist Hispanic one to like a racist Arab one with like really accentuated H's. Um, just kind of jumping back and forth between those like the whole movie. <laughs> those those two guys were they they were really redeeming. But so yeah, so they're on the ship and they're they're coming after Miss Australia. Uh, and so Miss Australia inexplicably at this point falls in love with Schmecky's friend Bob. Because, Bob that looks like his mother. Uh, yeah, because they're saving her. Uh, I See, what I don't understand so, is why it's like so dramatic, um, especially when like Adam Sandler doesn't care about women and he really, really, really hates women. Like, why it's such a big deal life, that they right? want to... <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know um, after this movie. But... Like, it seems like everybody on the boat is in trouble, but it's not. It's just one one woman that's been a real asshole to Adam Sandler in his eyes this whole time. So, I don't understand why he's not okay with just being like, here, fucking take her. So, him and Bob are, like, uh, running around with her trying to evade the two goons. It was very Monty Python. And, and one of the, like, everyone else on the ship disappears. Uh, and they run by, and then the terrorists run by, and then they run the other direction, and then the terrorists run by the other direction. And, um, while while this is happening, um, not to sound like an SJW or anything, but uh, this movie gets like really misogynistic because the whole time um, this girl is supposed to be fearing for her life, she's she's worried about how she looks, and goes off on this thing about like how hard it is to be pretty and how hard it is to be a pretty woman and like the attention that it brings and stuff like that. And Adam Sandler is just kind of rolling his eyes like, like what the hell? Like let's get moving. And 
like the whole well, time she, she like an, another time too she starts talking about how she wants to be an actress and how if she dies she's never going to be an actress and like people won't love her for her beauty and like i don't know it's just taking like a lot of like jabs at this like woman like while she's fearing for her life like she's just so concerned about how she looks the whole time at one point she says and and this is no exaggeration she said and this is in the same speech she says i sometimes wish i was deformed yeah like that is she <laughs> she says she <laughs> often wishes that i'm pretty sure <laughs> Just all the time she's dreaming that she's deformed. And meanwhile, Bob is looking at her and just just really relating. Just I understand. Yeah. I and and he says, I never realized how hard it was to be a woman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so that's cool. Um also I wanna point out um that I didn't know while I was watching the movie, but I this movie was directed and written by a woman. I did know that, uh, and she had a big career uh, in 1986 through 1989, and she's done almost nothing since then. Uh, but Valerie Bremen, um, yeah, yeah, she did a lot of movies that are all—I all, think they all have sex in the title or uh, or want to have a baby. She's having uh, a so, baby. Yeah, there you go. She's having a baby, so she's she's definitely got something on her mind. But it the movie does not feel like it was written by a woman I whatsoever. Least bit, no. Uh, so, but it does say that uh, Adam Sandler did did have some some additions to the script, so he may have been like, "Eh, you're leaning a little too heavy into the women are good thing." Yeah. So let's steer away make, from that. Make her seem more like a bitch. <laughs> and, and he does a good job of it. Uh, so, so, so they're running around They're They're escaping from the terrorists. Uh, meanwhile, Noriega is watching all of this. So we live. thought we, we VHS, but he's watching it live. So he has closed caption or closed circuit televisions on this ship. And so he sees multiple angles. He's watching oh, them dude, this movie hurts right me there. Fucking head so much. He's yelling at them to climb the ladder because he's watching it live as it's happening. But at the same time, and, he's and the girl, the, the dumb broad sitting on his lap is like, why do you want them he's to climb the ladder? <laughs> she's a woman that doesn't know anything. Yeah, she's she's a real idiot, just like most women. <laughs> Oh man, so so yeah, so that was what really confused me is was he watching Schmecky's movie? Or was he watching a live feed of this love cruise, this orgy cruise that they were on? And I, I never figured that one out. Uh, that was that was extremely confusing to me. It gave me a headache, and uh, I kind of blacked out at that point. I I really hate that they added him into the movie. It's just like I can't stress how fucking confusing it is to have a guy who you think is like not even in in the narrative of the movie. But is also like turns out to be the whole like driving like device of the plot in the end. Like I don't. It's just it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. So here's what I think happened. I think that they shot the movie, and the main plot was was Schmecky, you know, trying to topple uh, Dicky and become the main comedian. And then they added in terrorists at the end of the movie. And then somebody said, "Wait." Where did the terrorists come from? 
<laughs> and so they thought, oh crap, we need why, to explain why, is why only, terrorists are in the last 15 minutes. Why is only there two of them and each one of them has an Uzi and, then, and they're taking over this whole fucking boat? <laughs> There's and no so security someone, or anything on this boat already. No. And so someone had the genius idea of, oh, well, you know, we have, you know, all these Miss, Miss Universe pageant uh, right here. And, and they could say something really bad about a dictator. And so then somebody else was like, oh, remember Pauly from the Rocky movies? He's broke. He'll be in this movie. And so they bring him in to be a, a dictator. And they shot all of that afterwards. I, that's probably it. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think it I don't sense. think there's any yeah cuz I don't think there's any reference to any of that other stuff. Like if you took that stuff out, there's no other reference to it. No, the only the only reference to it is when Dickie and uh Miss Australia are talking about, you know, and Miss Australia says, "I said I called him, I said he smelled like pizza." And he's like, "Oh, cool. That was dope." <laughs> and that was like the whole reference to it. Yeah, and then so the Adam defeats the or Schmecky, Adam Sandler defeats the bad guys by uh doing comedy at them. Right. And then they they realized that really they never wanted to be terrorists. They right. only they ever wanted comedians. to be comedians, right? And so Schmecky makes a deal with them that they can come with with him to America uh where they house. can and he will write their jokes for them. So they are going to be joke thieves just like Schmecky was. Even though Adam Sandler still hasn't written his own joke. Even one right, of them Right, so yet. He's, he's really, really <laughs> shooting for the stars. I've never written a joke of my own, but I'm going to write them for you guys. And the only time people thought I was funny was when some fucking old actual comedian told me real jokes. Well, not even real jokes. <laughs> told me, told Kept me about my it. nipples in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um so then they do comedy and they're like comedy is cool um we're not assholes anymore and then meanwhile um, we forgot Vicky's a, still in the bathroom or what do we forget what do we forget we forgot a character that's at the very end that we'll save him okay i i don't remember this character that you're referring to but uh but at this point dicky is still locked in the bathroom he's been locked in the bathroom for a good almost a half of the movie uh, he's locked in the bathroom. Uh, and so he's, you know, yelling. And, and then he decides to make a deal with God that if if God will unlock the door, he, he will stop swearing. And stop and he flipping will... people off. <laughs> Which is his whole career. His <laughs> yeah. whole career is based on flipping people off. So he's giving up his career to get out of this bathroom. And uh, and as as he says it, divine intervention comes down and unlocks the bathroom door. Uh, Dickie is able to get out. And he says, ha, ah, joke's on you. I'm an atheist. Also, um, around the time he um, blacked out, or no, when he went into the bathroom, that's when I started blacking out. Um, <laughs> when he was trapped in there, I didn't ever see him try to unlock the door. I, I don't think he even attempts a, to open the door. He does attempt to open it, but the lock is right above the handle. And I didn't see him turn it once after he started really jamming the door handle down violently. And he didn't touch the lock the whole time. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that he had locked the door, but didn't understand think, how locks work. I maybe, or like he forgot. Like I think it might have been like a joke that he's a dumbass. I don't know. Um, or maybe like I don't know. And he's then, something. I don't fucking okay. And then so he comes out of the bathroom and looks like shit. Um. 
the fucking terrorists are doing comedy and like saying weird they uh said wow what is it oh how many how many lizards does it take how How many one-eyed lizards does it take to make a two-eyed lizard is that it yeah and they say three because one of them is blind (laughs) which doesn't even make any sense (laughs) and maybe that's like a jab at like people that are from other countries because they don't understand comedy i don't understand i think that if we were arab we would have gotten that joke (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah they're telling that joke and like everyone thinks it's I don't know if they're laughing at them because they're foreign or laughing at them because they're funny. <laughs> but either way, everyone's It's funny laughing. either way. And then Dickie starts walking through the crowd like, what's up? I'm back, bitch. And um, goes up to the stage. He's like, get off my stage. And he's like, what's up, guys? I'm back. And they're like, boo, we thought you were dead. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> After they're all saying, bring back the dead guy. Bring yeah. back the dead guy. Like, then he comes back from the dead and they're saying you suck Get yeah, the stage. you're supposed to be dead that's what some guy yells at him and so the terrorists then take him and everybody starts cheering that the terrorists <laughs> have taken Dickie the man who they've all rooted for the man who they all loved the terrorists are taking him the crowd is going wild they're all cheering the terrorists throw him overboard to murder him. Dickie right. is about to die and everyone is cheering. <laughs> it's the biggest applause of the entire the entire trip, the entire cruise. Everyone is applauding that they have just murdered this comedian that just 30 minutes ago they all loved. Right. And then <laughs> um then we uh I don't know what happens after that. <laughs> I don't I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think I think I was asleep at this point. Uh, and then uh, Adam Sandler finally gets a GF. Um, our boy we forgot to mention earlier, and Poseidon. Uh, who... No, no, King Neptune. King, King Neptune. Neptune. Sorry, excuse me. I think Played Neptune... by Billy Zane uh, from Titanic. From Tybo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, from from Tybo. No, from Titanic, which I thought was insane that he did this movie. And then James Cameron said, oh, remember King Neptune? Hey, hey, we you, need that guy. Hey, you did a movie on a boat. <laughs> You're going to be an expert at this. Uh, <laughs> and so he offers up his daughter, Slimy. Slimy. Um, to... which, which King Neptune always pronounces as Slimy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey, what, I'm Sandler. Why don't you meet my daughter, Slimy? Which furthers that like so also what never gets resolved in this movie is that adam sandler hates women because i like i assume that king neptune's daughter isn't like a full human woman um and that's the only woman with any redeeming qualities in the whole movie that's nice to schmecky does she have any lines at all does she ever say anything i'm not sure she's in the movie for about 30 seconds so i'm 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 pretty certain that king neptune speaks for her at all times he says she's been watching you she's been (laughs) wanting to meet you i've brought her here for you then adam said adam sandler says i'm gonna take her to the front of the boat so we can kiss king neptune says okay just have her back to the reef by 11 she never says anything (laughs) jesus yeah and is exactly what adam sandler wants in a woman yeah 
Um, and she's not even a human woman, so that's cool. It's we it's never, great. There's no yeah, women never turn out to be the good guy. No, the real Miss Australia guy is the awful the whole time. Though she does end up with Bob, uh, which but Bob is also a dumbass. It's shown the whole time. He's absolutely. He doesn't know shit. So that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but it's so it's made by a woman, so we have to support it. And and I do. I think that it was uh, it was great. It was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. So, so that's the whole thing. If if uh, if you're just listening to us and you've never actually seen this movie, then you have no idea what's going on. Because I don't. I think and that we, we were kind of all over the place. We had no idea what was going on. We did our best to explain this movie. I would say go watch it for yourself, but don't do that. Um, right. I did look it up. If anybody wants to to rent it and give that money to uh, to Adam Sandler, because we know he needs it. It's uh three ninety nine right now to rent on like Amazon or iTunes or wherever you rent movies. Or uh, free so. on uh, free on that one. Tubi TV. T U B I right. T U B I. That's right. Tubi dot TV dot com. Whatever. Search it. Absolutely. You can get it. Uh, it's free on the App Store, uh, Google Play Store. You get that Tubi TV. You get a. You not only do you get Going Overboard, you get Chairman of the Board with Carrot Top. I'm My really guy. looking forward to that. Oh man. Carrot Top's almost as good as Adam Sandler. Almost. So, <clears throat> almost, almost. So we left this out. Uh, at one point, uh, Schmecky is talking to his his friend Bob. Uh, Bob ex- Bob is explaining to Schmecky why he's terrible at stand up comedy, uh, and that's when Grandma's boy shows up. Grandma's boy says, uh, "Actually, yeah. I think you're way funnier <laughs> than that moron that does regular stand up on the cruise." And that was a great moment. It was awesome to see Grandma's boy pop up. Yeah. Uh, you remember that guy's okay. name? I know you looked it up last time. I do not remember it. <laughs> All right. Grandma's boy it is. So, so that was exciting. Uh, Grandma's boy cameo. Keep an eye out for that yeah. if you watch it. Uh, I thought that was pretty great. That's, um, that's um, getting a little taste at what's to come. I'm starting to see some of the foundations. Right, we're building, we're building into who Adam Sandler is, what his career is, and you know, I when when we first started talking about doing this, I think the whole point was to say, okay, Adam Sandler starts out on a high note, and then he slowly starts to get worse and worse and worse until he starts making really terrible movies. Uh, but this movie is really proof that he was never really very good. Right. Uh, so, and if he was, uh, it's more of a surprise that he was good ever rather than he got bad. Right, absolutely. He's he's very inconsistent, and it seems like he just lucked into a few a few decent movies, uh, which which we'll be getting to. So so uh, next week we're going to be skipping over a few of them. So if you're a, if you're a diehard Sandhead, you know that he was in uh, Shakes the Clown after the after this one where he played Dink the Clown. Uh, after that, he was in Coneheads where he paid, uh, played a Carmine Wiener, uh, and then of course his unforgettable role as Louis. Capshaw, the neighbor who sings songs with his prized ukulele in Mixed Nuts. Uh, those are uh, not you know, classic. You'll never forget that role. Uh, but those roles aren't quite big enough for us to cover in a full episode. So we're going to skip those uh, and go straight to Airheads next week. So uh, Airheads yeah. uh, with, with Brendan Fraser. Uh, so that's going to be a pretty cool one. I would uh, tell you where to go watch that one so you can watch it and then uh, then enjoy the conversation along with us. But it is not streaming anywhere. It is not available for rent. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where we are going to get it. 
but we'll uh, figure it out. yeah, we we will have to, I guess. We'll watch a uh, tiny little YouTube. Right, we'll just watch the it. trailer and uh, and we'll pretend like we saw it. Have you have you ever seen Airheads? No, I haven't actually. So. It's I I saw it when I was a kid. Uh, I remember it being good, but that was a long time ago. So we will see. So so next week, uh, everybody join us for for Airheads. It's gonna be a good time. So anything to add there, Ibrahim? Nope. Awesome. Well, for Ibrahim Flynn, this is Hunter Baldwin saying, smell you later, poopsicle. Peace.